Hello, welcome to Better Living with a Budget. I'm your host, Diana Rovira, and I'm here to help your wallet and your well-being. To continue our budget week, I'm going to talk about the different kinds of budgets in today's episode. There's four, four of them in particular that I want to touch on, and we're going to go through each one, talk about the pros and cons, and who I think would benefit from each different type of budgeting method. So the first one I want to touch on is the 50-20-30 method. The 50-20-30 method is just a way to split up your money. So 50% of your money, or your income I should say, will go towards your needs, like rent, water, gas, things like that. Uh, 20% of your income will go towards your savings, and 30% of your income will go towards your wants, just such as random shopping trips, um, clothing, just things that you don't need, they really want. And that's a whole different conversation of uh, really knowing the difference between needs and wants. So we'll touch on that in another episode. But pros of the 50-20-30 method is that there's less categories to worry about. You know, you only have your top three, your needs, savings, and wants, as opposed to a miscellaneous, each type of bill that you have, clothing, entertainment. You know, you're looking at three versus 24 categories with this method. However, because there's only three categories, a con of this method is that it might be easy to overspend on a certain thing because you don't have it as a separate category. So 50% of your needs or 50% of your income goes towards your needs. You know, 45% of that could be your rent. Um, And because you're not looking at it individually and you're grouping it all together, you could easily overspend without realizing it on a certain item because all you're thinking is, oh, I'm within my 50%. Now, the person that I think would benefit from the 50-20-30 method is those of you who hate budgeting in the first place, and this is a simpler method to do it in. Um, It's also, I would say it's not good for people who really need to get out of debt. Uh, Well, that's not true. Savings can go towards debt, the 20%. But some families can't finagle in the beginning having 20% of their income go towards savings because they're just trying to climb out of debt um, in an extreme way and they might have an income problem. So the 50-20-30 might have to be adjusted for those kind of situations. But these are just targets and goals that you can work towards. But I think these are this is good for people who actually don't like budgeting and just want to simplify the whole process. So the next budget method is a cash-only budget. Now this is also called the envelope system or the envelope budget, but it's pretty simple. You just figure out how much you're gonna spend in each category every month, and then you take out that money in cash. So the only thing you're using all month long is cash. You'll put that cash in separate envelopes for the separate categories, which is why it's also called the envelope system. So the benefit of this is that it's a psychological thing. So It's easy to swipe your card, but it's another thing to actually hand cash over to the cashier. So it really makes you realize how much you spend when you're physically giving up those dollars to somebody else. So the pro is that it helps you from overspending because of the psychological effect that it has on you. You physically see your money leaving your hands. Um, One of the con, well, the main con, or the only con really, is that, well, besides it being inconvenient to carry all that cash, is that you can also lose it. So
So you want to make sure that you have a nice wallet to hold all the cash in at all times. Make sure you're not forgetful <laughs> and um, just make sure you have it on your person because it will be a lot of cash that you're carrying. I know at one point I did this method and I only took clips out with me like a food clip. I would only, I use clips instead of envelopes, but I would only t carry the food money with me when I know I was going grocery shopping. So that's another way you can do it. Um, I think this is good for people who do tend to overspend because you have that psychological effect of seeing the money leave and you actually feeling that loss. So that's why I say this will be geared towards people who do tend to overspend. So the next budget is zero-based budget. You know, every dollar that comes in, you basically assign it a job or assign that category. So when you do your budget in the beginning of the month, let's say you make $5,000 a month take home, you're going to have $5,000 go somewhere. So after you put every single dollar in every category, you won't have anything left over. You know, everything that you have left over, if, if you do have anything left over, will go towards savings, but you'll make sure you plan for that in the beginning of the month instead of just at the end. Now the pro to that is that you have complete control over every dollar. You're telling every dollar where to go. It's not like you just have a random $10 bill or anything like that laying around. You actually get to micromanage your dollars. Now the con is that there is no wiggle room. Because you already budgeted out every single dollar, you don't have anything extra to go towards something else if something happens. So some people might not like that. Uh, I think this kind of budget is great for the control freak. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm low-key that myself. So I think this is great for them because they actually get to micromanage every single dollar. Now the last type of budget is basically a mix of all three. So you can do a cash-only budget and a zero-based budget at the same time. You, know, you can use cash, budget out what you want in the beginning of the month to the T, have the cash, and then when you budget it out, you can also do the 50-20-30 method. So really it just depends on what you feel would be best for you out of the options. But these are just like the three major methods out there for budgeting. So you don't have to necessarily pick one or the other. You can kind of do a variation of all three. It's just up to you. You know, at the end of the day, this is personal finance. You're on your own personal journey. So you personally have to figure out what's best for you. So if you want any more information, um, feel free to stop by my blog, betterlivingwiththebudget.com. Drop me a note. Um, send me an email if there's a topic that you do want me to touch on in the podcast or in a blog post. Uh, you can reach me at betterlivingwiththebudget at gmail.com. But other than that, I hope you learned a lot, and tomorrow I will be back with another budgeting episode. Catch you later.